Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast and Chronicle Live. I'm Neil Cameron, young Andrew Fowler is here. And of course, as always, Lee Ryder by my side. Uh, we're here to give you a little glimmer of hope and a ray of sunshine, or at least we're going to try and probably fail after last night's latest defeat. 1-1 in 14 Premier League games, a 1-0 defeat at Stoke City. Lee, where does this leave Newcastle United at the moment? And it's a question I feel I have asked you almost every single day for the last few weeks. I think it leaves them in serious trouble. You know, it, it is September. There is only six or seven games gone, but you know, points are starting to to rack up now. And um, Newcastle still in the bottom three. They can still get out of it, but it hardly sets a tone for the rest of the season. It's been a really bad start. I do think Pardew's kind of lost the plot a little bit. Whatever he's saying, the players doesn't seem to be translating onto the pitch. It wasn't the worst performance in the world last night at Stoke but you know it was Stoke City we are meant to be yeah. Newcastle United and I just think that overall the the standards of the, the club are dropping the warmth and friendliness of the club that was once there seems to be fading away and it's just not a nice environment to be in and around Newcastle United at the moment and uh, I think that's really sad. Yeah I mean from our point of view and I think this is important to say we've we, you and I have both written this in recent weeks. We would love Newcastle to be winning. It's much more fun to report on three or four nil wins, long cup runs, derby wins, wins at Man United, all that kind of stuff. Now you were, you, you're a young chap yourself. <laughs> you remember the great days under Keegan and Sir Bobby as well. It's much better fun supporting Newcastle and covering Newcastle. Then it's not as if we're taking any sort of joy out of this. But the fact of the matter is. Newcastle United are rotten just now. And I thought Stoke City were miles better than them last night. And as you rightly say, Stoke City should never be miles better yeah. than Newcastle United. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's uh, it's just a scenario that, you know, the club's been in this plight before. Obviously, they got relegated under Ashley. You know, he's looking at this with his eyes wide open now. He can see what's going on. I know it's going to cost him a few quid if he changes manager. Um, he probably, to be fair, he probably thinks, well... What more can I do? I've listened to the people around us, but has he got the right people around him who's advising him? Because he's, he's a stubborn Matt, stubborn old thing, isn't he? You don't make four billion <laughs> from nothing without a bit of stubborn streak, does he? You know? but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I think they've all got to take a bit of blame. You know, Pardew, Mike Ashley. Players as well. Mm-hmm. Players, Lee Charnley. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's got to take yep. a little bit of responsibility. And I just think that, you know, as you say, we're not getting any any pleasure out of it. You know, that if people send the odd tweets saying that we're reveling in it. No, not no. at all. Rather see the team win. But at the minute, I just don't know where that win's coming from. That's interesting, Andy. Lee touched on the players there. 
A lot was made that nine signings were made in the summer, but of course that's not true. There were five. Let's be let's be honest. Two at Nottingham Forest, and two are in the reserves. And well, Perez got a couple of goals today, and we've seen actually little flashes. He's a 21-year-old kid from the Spanish second division. The idea he was going to come in and do anything in the Premier League right away was ludicrous. The other guy. There's a movie about that called Goal, goal I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a documentary, yeah. but there you go. Yeah. Uh, our friend Facunda is never ever going to be seen. Well, more well, chance of me, uh, more chance of me playing for for Newcastle United. So five players was never ever going to be enough, and the chickens. I've come home to roost a little while ago. Well, they have, like you say, you know, C- Cabela has been. Dare I say flashes. Just, just for the, the sake of our listeners, you kind of made a grimace there when you said yeah, make yeah. I, I mentioned his name. I, I say flashes, and I'm, I'm, I'm being optimistic. There. Generous, I think. Yeah, Sim De Jong hardly, hardly well, played. He's, he's been he, injured, to be fair. He, you know, he has, and I think that the problem is we talk. You talk about all those signings. They say nine goes on to five. Couple get injured. Really, who, who are we seeing? Jan Matt da, down on the right. Cabela playing on the left. Riviere gets taken off last night for Cisse, and um, like we've spoken before, Pardew's then, you say, you say potentially lost the plot. Well, actually, a lot of people aren't moaning that actually Cisse comes on, but he comes on in place of Riviere, and whereas, why is he not playing too? Why are the, well, is the formation the problem? Why is, why is he not changing that? And like I say, our, our, our friend Riviere, we thought, oh, grabs a couple of goals, is this the start? I'm afraid not. No. He'll make changes for Saturday, Lee, and he may start with Gabriel Obertan, who's not everyone's cup of tea, but in absolute fairness, he came on and actually mm. did well last night. Still, were perhaps a bit tired, but that's fair enough. That's what substitutes are supposed to do. He may drop Cabela. He may play Osami Amiobi. He may play the two up front. He may switch things around a bit at the back, which certainly needs to be done because they're giving away goals in every game. But it's not as if he has a massive amount of options mm. there. Mm. It's tweaks to mm. a losing team. And you can't just tweak a losing team, can't you? No. no it's got to be radical. So, yeah, Obertan, he... It was all Alan Pardew's picks. He paid the money for him. And, um, How long ago? When did he sign again? It was, was it three and about three years Three seasons ago. ago. Uh, and okay. he, did all right in the, he did all right in patches. Uh, never really got too many of the fans on board. Um, but it's just a kid. It's like Dido. I will go down with a ship in terms of like he's trying. <laughs> he's trying to get him on the pitch as much as he can. He made a little bit of a difference at Stoke, but you know, it wasn't that much of a difference, was it? No. So, and I, I just think he's going to have to change. He's going to have to change the system. He's going to have to probably drop a few players, give a few a kick up the backside, and hopefully they can go to Swansea and get a result. I would like to see that. But Swansea side a good team. They've got a fresh young manager and Guy Monks surprises all. There's some seriously good players there. They're very good at home. Apart from Manchester City, they're arguably, Andy, the best side Newcastle have played this season. Arguably. I know Villa have had a good start, but they don't convince me. So tell me, why a team that can't beat Hull, that can't beat Palace, that can't beat Stoke, that can't beat Villa, why are they going to go to Swansea and win? Convince me. I, I wish I wish I could I wish I could turn around I wish I could turn around and tell you that actually everything's going to be all right, but I think every man around this table kind of thinks that actually it's not. I, I I can't I couldn't see them getting a result at Stoke. At best, I thought it was it was a, a score draw, and I can't see them getting anything. And, and like Lee says, if they make a radical change, the change will have to be radical. And even then, I don't know if I don't know if they'll get it. I think he should start with two up top. 
give it give it a go. You've got nothing to lose. Yeah, exactly. it, it, yeah. has, it hasn't worked with the other one. Try it, and at least he may then come out and go. Do you know what? We threw it all at it, and if the, and like you say, Swansea are a, are a good team. Yeah. It's no, it would be no shame in coming out, throwing the kitchen sink at it, and not coming away with anything. It just might be a little too little too late. Do you not think you know, he's not? He, He's not thinking straight. It's it's like it's almost like he's I think he looks ill. I think he looks ill. Man under pressure. Yeah, he's stumbling through it. That we can all see four four twos. You know, everyone knows the role in a four four two. Get to a front, double his chance to score, and quite easy to see. But he just doesn't seem to be able to see that. And he just seems to be stumbling. I mean, I was at the press conference last night. He didn't really want to know. I don't know. As you say, what. I mean, you you actually wrote yeah. what you said there, didn't you? Yeah, no, I I, I think, and I, that's why I feel some sympathy for him, because I th- happen to think about. I'm just writing a piece for tomorrow as well. I happen to think I'm a decent bloke, and on a human level, I do feel sorry for him. Um, not as sorry as I do for lots of other people who may be about to lose their job who won't get a nice little <laughs> check in your hip, or which that's happened at football managing. And on Friday, we will talk about this part and whether he'll, he'll last and he'll last another game or not, because we, we need to, but. We'll discuss that on Friday. Before we do that, and this is a point I want to raise with you, Lee. After City, on the first Sunday of the season, they had a really decent run of games. Yep. All bottom table clubs. Clubs Newcastle should be beaten in actuality, never mind, you, you know, you would think they would because of the size of the club. So it's Swansea, then it's Leicester. And then we start getting into the real serious hitters where they haven't had yet. And if they can't turn it around a little bit... I don't think Liverpool and Everton and Man U, even though they're not brilliant, and Chelsea are going to think, oh, Newcastle, I think we'll go a bit easy on them today. They're mm. trying to win the league. Yeah, it's, you know, we did think by this stage we would have, you know, at least eight or nine points in the bag. At least. We've got three points in the bag. You know, there's only newly promoted Burnley below Newcastle on the table. Um, and I just do worry. I do. You've, you've, you've got to worry because... If it gets to say the ten game stage, and you you're kind of looking at the fixtures, twenty eight games left, you're still in the relegation zone. You've still got to pick up, you know, thirty seven points yep. from somewhere. That's you know, ten wins and yeah. four more draws. Few teams do that. Sunderland, and I have to have to mention it, but they were in a similar situation last year. And you thought oh, they're okay, or they're not, they're okay. They just about did it by a run at the end that nobody could see. Mm. And that's what it's going to take, you know, for some, and at this moment I agree with you. I mean I think we could be looking at a relegation certainly a relegation struggle season. Mm-hmm. And that's not good enough. Mm. It's not uh, it just reminds me, I mean I will go back to two thousand and eight, uh, Joe Kinney was here and the team was you know, there's all kinds of things going on. And they were two 0 up against Stoke City and you know, Mike Lawn had scored two goals. It's always Stoke, isn't it's it? It's always Stoke. It's always Stoke. And, uh, you know, Stoke came back to, to, to draw level, twos each. And I remember being up, in a, it was at a function at St James's Park on the Monday, and I interviewed Shea Given, mm-hmm. and I said, look, I said, I don't want to be, sound like I'm kind of trying to get a big line here, but are oh, you not worried about relegation? And he went, oh, yeah, where? Yeah, it's going to be a relegation battle. The club went mental after that. <laughs> The press officer went mental, going, oh, what are you going to be writing next about a guide to the championship and all this kind of thing? And to be fair, I wish I'd heeded his advice because it would have saved a lot of work that summer because we did go down. Mm. And I'm starting to see now little signs that remind me of that that period. I just hope that we can turn it around. The thing is, I mean, you, you were you were office-bound last night and I, Lee and I were obviously at the game. 
big travelling support as always. Not as big, but that's because it's a Monday night and all sorts of things going on. There was a lot of banners. The protest yeah. last week, which I missed because I was away, I know it didn't quite take off the ground. There were a lot of banners and a lot of cards. They're going to be there on Saturday as well. And they'll come down their numbers as supporters. It astonishes me, they always do. And they will cheer on the team. But I got from last night, they turned up expecting to lose. And yeah. I, I have absolutely every reason to think that's what's going to happen this weekend. I, I, I honestly think that for the next for the next couple of games, um, that actually, that's going to be the feel. That's, that's, this seems to be the feel. Like, the, the, there's the Sack Pardew banners, there's the Pardew out, there's the Ashley banners, all these various things. And now it's almost like they're just waiting for sort of the loss hey, the to come. And, and, and like you, exactly like you say, it, it's what do we want to talk about? We want to talk about Newcastle winning football matches and everything being happy, shiny, great. It's not, and I, I can't see it being like that. And the fans, God, the amount of fans that travel down is simply incredible, and they're going to do it again and again. Well, you just last word to you, and just actually to pick up on something Andy says, I thought it was quite interesting. I mean, we won't talk specifically about Pardew and his job, because we've sort of done that to death, and we will look at that on Friday. But I thought that's an interesting point, and the fans are waiting for something to happen, aren't they? Whether it's on the field or off the field, they'll turn up, but they're just looking for something to change. Mm. Is anything going to change on Saturday? Well, it doesn't look like it, it's almost like you're just waiting for it to, to go wrong, Swansea. Hard place to go. Um, Wayne Routledge, who we know very well from his time up here, let go by Pardew because he didn't think he was good enough. <laughs> he's actually been absolutely amazing. Yeah, he's been terrific. Yeah, yeah. Just give him a new deal. Little things like that could conspire conspire against him. Um, and I, you know, I'm, it's it's going to be a long trip. The fans, you know, made the feelings clear last night. They could well do it again at Swansea. It's uh, I don't go into it with a, a great deal of confidence. Maybe CC having got another half a game under his belt mm. might change things, but going to have to start giving him some service. Um, well, this is the thing. You could be the great shearer, Mr Melbourne himself, if nobody passes to you inside the box. Yeah, well, it's... You ain't going to score goals. And they're, they're yeah. not do, I'm not saying Emmanuel Rivera is a brilliant player. I'm not saying CC even is the answer, mm. but they're not getting a sniff. They're not real, and they're working hard, but no one's passing to them. It's just mental. <laughs> that is uh, and that's your headline tomorrow yeah. morning Andy Lee thanks very much we'll discuss everything else to do with the club on Friday and thanks very much for joining us